This is Jim Pruitt, and you listen to another episode of the Farm So Hard Podcast. So I farm so hard, employees want to find me, and then want to hire me. What's 100K to a guy like me? Could you please remind me? Farm so hard, this ain't easy. Working late nights, you best believe me. A race can only go ace. Never want to see another B unless I'm Jay-Z. Farm so hard, let's get Hey guys, welcome to another Farm So Hard, Fun in the Sun. We are in sunny Chicago right now. And I'm just super excited to be at Northwestern Hospital. And again, we have a few questions to ask Kelsey for us today. But again, tell us a little bit more about yourself and really about the, the hospital system. Yeah. Um, so thanks so much for coming here today. I'm Kelsey Caruso. I'm one of the clinical pharmacists here in the emergency department at Northwestern. Mm-hmm. We're about a 900-bed hospital, level one trauma center, comprehensive stroke center um, with 24-hour ED pharmacist coverage. Mm-hmm. Um, so I did two years of residency here at Northwestern, and then I've been a pharmacist um, working primarily in the emergency department for the last five years. Um, really love it here. We have really worked to expand our practice and are completely involved in all of the care of our ED patients. Again, what's the big thing? So it's a ton of hospitals here, and I think everyone has their secret sauce or their their patient population that they see. What's Northwestern's like, Emma? What is Northwestern known for from a a patient population standpoint? Totally. So I think we're really unique in our location. Mm -hmm. So we're located in Streeterville in Illinois, which in general is actually a pretty wealthy neighborhood. Mm -hmm. But because of our location to downtown, we have a ton of homeless people. Mm -hmm. And so something that I always sort of say to people, and part of my job that I love Mm -hmm. is, one patient that I'll talk to maybe came in with a Louis Vuitton bag, mm-hmm. and the next person I talk to is a homeless person living <laughs> on the street. And so we really have a very unique patient population in that it's very vast, and we see a wide variety of patients. Perfect. And that's what, so talking about the hospital system, the patient population, let's dive a little bit more into like the role of the clinical pharmacist, because with an ED, depending on where you go, yeah. it, it varies very differently. So can you tell us a little bit more about the role of the clinical pharmacist here? Totally. So I would say we um, are almost too involved. We are involved basically from the point the patient walks into Mm -hmm. the triage booth. Mm -hmm. If there is an issue with a patient's medication, Mm -hmm. that nurse calls us immediately from triage. We get called all the time for somebody's pump not working or, you know, they need a home medication out in the waiting room, things like that. And then once they get roomed, obviously our physicians start their care and we are their go-to for any questions about high-risk medication medications, obviously antibiotics, anticoagulants, mm-hmm. and then any sort of procedural things. And yeah. um, we're really proud of the things that we've done even in the last couple of years. Mm-hmm. You know, if you came here five years ago, maybe we weren't attending every procedural sedation. Mm-hmm. Now it's become an expectation that we're there and we're helping them um, to come up with doses and monitoring plans and things like that. And so we're really involved in every single step of the way. Perfect. And like so many other emergency departments, we have a issue with boarding and so we keep patients a long time in the emergency department and our physician colleagues really look to us to help them to make sure that we're continuing important home medications we have a really large transplant patient population here so we do every transplant under the sun um, and at least uh, you know any day i could have like four to ten transplant patients so we have a lot and so they look to us to help them to make sure that we're continuing immunosuppression and any important home medications. And then if the patient is safe for discharge, 
we have a lot of programs to help with discharge counseling, particularly in our patients who are diagnosed with a VTE on discharge and going home on anticoagulants. So we counsel them, and then we actually have a program where we follow up with them. Okay. We do my chart messages through Epic, and so we send them a my chart message two days later mm-hmm. to ensure that they were able to fill their medication, that they didn't have any insurance issues, and that they could actually start their treatment. Um, so those are some programs mm-hmm. that we're really proud of. And that's big. That's all that in addition to the, the, the things it, we usually do, the medical emergency, Exactly. Trauma, yes, stuff, that's right? adding on to yeah. every intubation, to every cardiac Perfect. arrest that comes in, every STEMI. Perfect. So can we kind of shift to your residency program? Yeah. Can you kind of walk through like the, the PGY-1, the numbers, and then the PGY-2 programs that you guys have? Yeah. So we have 12 PGY-1 residents, um, and then we have a large group of PGY-2s. I think we have six right now. They kind of flux every year. Um, and then newly, we have um, the combo, like PGY-1, PGY-2 admin residents okay. as well. And then we have a PGY-2, obviously, in emergency medicine. Um, the last years in the beginning of the program, it's actually a, bit a residency that's been sponsored through Rosalind Franklin University, okay. their College of Pharmacy. So we have a really strong relationship with them, and it allows our PGY2 resident to have a lot of experience in academia okay. and do a lot of teaching. So they do a lot of teaching within the toxicology elective and do a lot of sim stuff with them, which is really cool. Um, and then for our PGY1s, we are an elective rotation, so we offer it to everyone throughout the year. Um, roughly, we would, you know, there's how many months? Ten months to fill. We probably fill seven of the ten. Okay. So it's definitely a highly sought-after rotation. We do have to be um, strategic about scheduling and things, especially to prioritize a PGY2, and we get, have a PGY2 in critical care. Um, but we're lucky in that we have 24-hour pharmacist coverage, so we've definitely used that to our advantage for trainees and put people on all shifts. Perfect. Um, but our PGY-1 experience is really vast here. They can do a whole bunch of experiences. You know, they can have a lot of outpatient experience as well as inpatient in all of our ICUs. And then we have a large cancer center, so they can rotate on inpatient hematology, oh, wow. stem cell transplant, oncology. So our PGY-1s really get a really strong overview here everything that's great and i think we can kind of transition to some of the fun questions because we always ask this and we tell people what we do yeah and no one ever knows what's the thing that you wish like the public the lay public would know about ed pharmacists I think the big thing that I always tell people is that I'm not counting pills. And I think so many of us (laughs) say that, and it definitely sounds a little cliche, but I think that people think I sit in a pharmacy in the emergency department, and I'm like, that is not my job. Um, And we were talking about this earlier, but I always sort of describe it to people that I am like an anesthesiologist in the emergency department. If you need something majorly done, like a breathing tube placement, I'm the one who decides what medicine you get and what dose, and then Everybody's like, oh, wow, cool. Um, And so I think that if the public could know that there are clinical pharmacists and what that really means, it would help. (laughs) That's the big thing. And then the last, the fun question that we have, what's the one thing that you love about Chicago? Oh, so many things. So I'm born and raised. (laughs) So um, there are a lot of things I love. Not the traffic. (laughs) Definitely not the traffic. Um, I think one of the things I love about Chicago the most is the neighborhoods. Um, So we have very distinct neighborhoods and you can very clearly tell from when you leave one neighborhood to the next, there's a different vibe, a different culture. Um, And it's sort of like what you're in the mood for, right? Like if you want a fun night of getting tacos and margaritas, you go 
to Pilsen. Okay. If you want like a cool dive bar, you go to Logan Square. And it's just really nice to have all of those options at your fingertips here. And then obviously our food is the best. Yeah. We have amazing sports, go bears, <laughs> even though we stink, but go bears. <laughs> Um, so we have a lot of great things here in Chicago yes. and like 10 hospitals to choose from. Yeah, <laughs> we have a lot of hospitals. My, my big thing I like to tell people, they say, why do you always go to Chicago? I say, for ED pharmacists, this is like the like research triangle. Yeah. Like you think of like the Wake Forest, North Carolina, Duke, yeah. of there, of the North Carolina, this yeah. is like the triangle of ED pharmacists here. Yeah. So again, it's probably... 50 or so yeah. of pharmacy. You guys have your own group that you guys do things together. Yeah. So I always admire that because it's probably like a five or so ED pharmacists in Charleston. Yeah. <laughs> so it's something It's to, hard. Yeah. Something that, so We've got a admire. strong crew here. Yeah. It's great. So that's great. Anything else you want to tell the, the world about being in the hospital system or about Chicago or just something just unique about the program? Sure. Um, you know, I think a big thing for us is uh, to respect your healthcare workers. Yep. If you have a healthcare worker in your family, mm -hmm. next time you see them, give them a hug, <laughs> um, say thank you. I think we've all been through the ringer the last couple of years. Absolutely. And I think for us, it's really interesting. And I don't know if you felt this way too in the South, but we actually weren't hit that hard from COVID. Mm -hmm. Like it was sort of slow it's actually the after effects of yeah. all of this COVID stuff that's hitting us even harder yeah. and so all of those things like people were so appreciative during COVID but it's actually now that we're struggling and seeing um, the aftermath of everything and so um, yeah just hug your healthcare workers yeah, today absolutely <laughs> all right thank you guys again it's been another great episode on Farm So Hard and we are going to have a lot of fun in the sun in Chicago thank you thank you